Welcome to the Outdoor Country Talk Podcast, hosted by Jacob Poole and Jeremy Shaw, where we bring country living and the great outdoors together. Welcome back to another episode of Outdoor Country Talk. Pooh boy, I am back with you today. You are. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, I had to do one without you, and you like I said, it. that was awkward. Uh, oh, well, you uh, you got through it right nicely from what I was listening well, I leaned Listen through, but I kept waiting on you to come in with a comment or, I, or to ask a question. I never and, popped and, in, did I? Uh-uh. It, it was, it was different. Uh, just had to pay, a, I guess, pay a little more attention and try yeah. to think of where I wanted you to go next on with somebody it by myself. Get, you was just waiting on somebody to introduce the episode and then close it out, and you had to do it all by yourself. I did, and that... I had to remember exactly how you did because I don't ever, I don't ever start job. it off. So it's a, it was a good episode. Yeah, uh, uh, Garrett did a really good job. I, I really enjoyed visiting with him, and yeah, we uh, we need to get up there and make a goose hunt with him. I'm ready this year for it. So all said and done, we got an invite to come. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm ready, and maybe work a turkey hunt in because I told him that we'd bring the equipment up there and record with him there too. Yeah, yeah. Sweeten the pot for him. Just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Might as well throw it in there just a little uh-huh. But yeah, man, getting back and uh I gotta just want to touch on it before we get started in this episode, remind everybody that next Friday, the twenty sixth, is that uh that Kelly Cole mission tournament that the golf tournament down there at Quail Hall at Percy Quinn. Yeah. You gonna make it this year? I don't know yet. I'm I'm trying to figure that one out but uh it is june 26th june 26th that's right starts off early look great great thing to yeah to i be think tee off is gonna be about i think it's eight or nine o'clock something like that but uh but yeah check that they've got a website i don't know the exact website but you can um probably just google the um cali's mission and or they, you can go on scenic rivers website right. or facebook page and yeah find you, it. i know you can go on quail hollows uh facebook page and they got some information about it there but yeah, y'all go check that out. And if you if you're not a golfer, you can go by there and donate some money. They got you know raffles and and all kind of stuff going on. They like last year they had a silent auction. Um, it's just it's a bunch of bunch of good things. Money goes to good cause. Um, like I said last episode, I think they um, I think last year the golf tournament brought in like twenty four thousand dollars for scholarships and missions. So money goes to a great cause. So. Everybody, y'all go check that out if y'all are uh, if y'all are able to get out to Quail Hollow, go play a little bit of golf, or at least like like I said, go eat some good food, man. Oh, like I mean, the food was phenomenal. So, oh yeah. Uh, also, a reminder: the Bogachita Water Park. Y'all don't forget the boat ramp is open. Uh, I have not talked to Joseph lately with Scenic Rivers to see if anything else is, but I know he was saying that. Uh, the campground and the water park is under uh, renovation and is expected to be open by July one. So, okay, that's that's creeping on up. That'll on be us. here before we know it. Sure will. But we're gonna get into a topic we really hadn't ever touched on the podcast before. Not that I can remember, huh? No, we've talked about fishing, but we did saltwater fishing down there with yeah, Captain Anthony. That's and, right, and hit it. But we haven't done any freshwater fishing or local fishing around yeah. here. We hadn't hit the big bass topic. We sure haven't. And um not gonna leave it up to me to talk about because I'm not the uh, I'm not gonna get angler of the year. Bass Pro's not calling for a sponsor me, I think. Are you that. seeing you know, we could have an outdoor country talk casting contest. 
if it's going to be getting the uh, getting the spinner bait hung in a limb, I'm I'm all. We in there. put a limb over the five gallon bucket. What that's called fly fishing. Thirty <laughs> yards away. We, yeah. And see who can pitch it in there. You know, we do that at the kids' events sometimes. I'm in. Those some of those little kids are quite accurate, and some are. Give you know, me a Zepco like and a Beetle Spin. That's in my element right there. Okay. Well, look, you know the equipment you need. That's <laughs> that's you know that's one leg up in the game. That's a five pound test. I'm Ooh. ready. <laughs> Not planning to catch big fish, are we? I never are. <laughs> but anyway, so we got our, uh, I guess, part of our outdoor country talk pro staff over here on the bass fishing side, Mister Gary Burst. What's up, man? Oh, not much. How y'all doing today? We're good. We're good. We had to bring in our our regional bass fishing expert. I don't. I'm not. I don't know about that. But <laughs> I'm gonna try my best. How about that? Well, are we gonna get feedback <clears throat> from Coker on this? From what I heard this morning, he should go to bass fishing because he said he told me he wanted to come up there. He wanted me to help him come to the camp and set out a hundred hooks. And he said this morning he had a bunch of empty hooks, so um, he may need to go back to bass fishing. Sounds like. I don't. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, you can have a, setting out the lines. That's not my. I like to throw it out, reel it back in. I don't like setting lines or running lines. And yeah, I don't. I don't know if he went in the sunflower or or where he went. I hadn't got much of a report. Well, I do like setting lines. I, I like to set trot lines. I like to set yo-yos and stuff. But I have one set of uncles that will slam take the fun out of it. <laughs> when they go, it, it is a work. mission. <laughs> yes, you're not setting out a hundred hooks. You're setting out a thousand or better Mm-mm. however and, many you can put out all day oh yes sir and <laughs> when, you, work right when there. you get them set out everything baited you automatically go back to the first set and start uh-huh. getting fish and rebaiting and it is an all day because most of them both of them will take off of work for a week when the water's on the, just right and they're not there to play well you know i went up there you know talking about just that part of the world which it, it would it would it would apply to everywhere but i went up there to some guys i know has got a camp down the road from ours uh I think it was last summer, or maybe summer before last. Can't remember, but they were doing. They were throwing out some. Uh, they had pool noodles cut. I don't know about a foot, foot and a half long, and they run PVC through the middle of them, and then you know tied their tied their uh, their trot line to that, and uh, or just just lining a hook. It's a different way of making a jug. Yeah, yeah, and just threw them out in the river, and uh, and I, that was fun. I just I rode around with them, picked them up, and uh, and caught a fair amount of fish off of them. <laughs> but you know, I would think that they would move. You know, but they said, you know, they may be within 100 yards where yeah. they threw them out. Yeah. They just had them scattered up and down the river and, and did really well. I had never tried that. I've thrown some jugs out before, but same principle. It looked fun. I know the jug, it wears a fish out pretty quick because he can't pull it under. Right. And I don't know if he noodled in the PVC. No, they, they, I guess it's they They would thing. move yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, a, a fish would move it for a little while, but they said they wouldn't, they wouldn't mess with it long. They would just, you know, sit there kind of like a jug. They wouldn't. If, I've, if, I've seen the noodles, and you know, after, after you get a fish wore down, he's pretty much just yeah. there. You know, he's not going just keep on and keep on and keep. Well, on. the good thing about the noodles, and whenever you pick them up, they're so easy. You just sit there and roll it, That's right, and they yeah. just hook you hook into the noodle. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you just throw it in the bottom of the boat. It's a little right. easier than keeping up with oh, the jug. Yeah, that the line's yeah. going to slide off the side of <laughs> yeah. every time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we just roll that thing up and throw the hook in, hook hook the noodle. And just throw no it in the bottom storage that way. Than yeah, throw it in the bottom job. of the boat, and you didn't have to worry about stepping on the hooks or nothing like that. It was it was a pretty clean way of doing it. I'd like to do it. Shetler and I talked about going up this summer, but um, he spends too much time at that condo to um, to get up and do some catfishing on the river. So that's a different topic, I guess. Can't really blame him. <laughs> the condo. 
The mythical condo. Yep. It's kind of like that unicorn. Uh, nobody's seen it just yet. Uh, or Bigfoot. Yeah, I was about to say Sasquatch. Uh-huh. So, Gary Wayne has the uh, has bash tournaments. They've picked up a little bit around here. Um. Well, this time of the year, um, you know, everybody, springtime, that's when it, fishing really gets kicked off. And uh, you have a lot of your tournament starts, uh, you know, in the springtime. and summertime, it starts getting hot and it, and people start shying off of tournaments. But in this area, we do have, you know, they for a few months, they do a, a, a Thursday evening and a Tuesday evening tournament. You know, mm-hmm. every every week on Tuesday and Thursday evenings, they have tournaments either at Perchiquin or Okissa. Uh, so those are going on. You got your, you know, your club tournaments, which clubs they don't never stop. They they uh, that's pretty much a year round deal. It's isn't a, it? It's a once a month year round deal, and you can do either a team or a single. Um, and they're pretty much year round. But then you'll have like some some benefits, you know, for uh, for uh, churches or you know people in need or or um, I know some like local baseball teams, yeah, and baseball local teams, fundraisers, yeah. you know, stuff like that. They'll get kicked off, you know. It's not really this time of the year, but they'll they start ending about this time of the year. So yeah. it's 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 a pretty busy time. So did the COVID really hinder much of that? I know it's pretty much hindered almost everything else we well, do in I, life. I really hate talking about the COVID because I don't like it <laughs> yeah. like everybody else. But yeah. you know, the COVID is, is hindered everybody in, in one way or other, whether you know it or not. And as far as the bass fishing, um, you don't have you know the tournaments you would get their way before daylight and we we always got there 45 minutes before daylight is what we do and that way yeah. it gives you enough time to get your boat in the water you know get your truck parked get settled in kind of talk and gather with everybody and you know stuff like that you know you hadn't seen them you know maybe since last tournament or or, or yesterday but you still talk and uh you don't see a lot of that anymore and you know it's just everything's going to paypal and you know weigh-ins it's it's x amount of people at the weigh-in you mm-hmm. have to stay you know 10 foot from each other it's just it's just uh it's just covid you know it's yeah it's it is what it is but you know we, we're we're dealing with it the best way we can so what did it affect y'all having any tournaments did any tournaments get canceled yeah we or? we actually canceled one of our club tournaments from the covid and um i think the one after that i think that may have been either march or april and either April or May tournament, we had it, but it was just – it wasn't a lot of people there because they were hmm. still, you know, kind of shy of getting out and going around and, yeah, you know. Well, I know at one time you were talking about, you know, when the Mississippi closed some of the lakes down and didn't really want people on them, that Louisiana was still wide open. Louisiana was still wide open. and So you just changed territories and go fish somewhere well, else? <clears throat> I really didn't change territories. When we have a camp in Louisiana, which is – our camp's not underwater, but it's water's under it right now at Deer Park. But, you know, we, we fish a lot of oxbows. We fish a lot of Mississippi rivers. You know, we go into Louisiana and fish, and we fish, you know, in Mississippi also. So I really didn't, say, change my locations. I just kind of didn't fish any of the Mississippis, yeah. if that makes sense. Did that – so y'all are back fishing Mississippi lakes. Yeah. Did you see a positive or negative on the fishing with – people not fishing them no. which it wasn't that long no, I guess, it, wasn't, it wasn't that long and 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 uh it's actually i didn't see a, a positive one bit because now it's so many people yeah. fishing because they didn't get to fish or you know you know a lot of people still home from work so what are you going to do this time of the year yeah turkey yeah. season's over turkey season's over we know where they were during turkey <laughs> yeah. season um which people are starting to talk about bow hunting but 
you know, you just, what are you going to do? You're going to go fishing somewhere. And that's, it, it's just, it's the, the lakes are kind of crowded right now in, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I know that. I know we talked about, um, whenever we went up, me and my family went up to the reservoir like a couple weekends ago and it was so many people. I oh, mean, yeah. not fishing, just people getting out, mm-hmm. you know, camping, yeah. riding around, right. just, you know, pretty much like we were just having yeah. a good time getting out. I mean, it wasn't really anything else to do and heck we enjoy that just as much as we would, you know, going out. Have doing you seen the else. pictures of the beaches lately? I've seen a few, but not many. I don't know if they were losing money during COVID, but they ought to be making it back. With, <laughs> no, they, they didn't. We actually it's we people went, shoulder to shoulder we in went Florida to, and Orange Beach right we now. We went to Orange Beach in May, and nothing was shut down. Yeah. I mean, it, well, and somebody told me today that restaurants in Arkansas are still shut down. Yeah. Hmm. And I didn't know that. I mean, yeah. you know, just talking to a guy up there, a friend of mine up there, and he said, man, he said, we still don't. You still can't go out and eat lunch or go have dinner somewhere yeah, yeah you can drive through but you better take it somewhere else yeah <clears throat> what about like so some of the tournaments y'all have and, and fish some of these local lakes what are you know if somebody's wanting to enter that tournament or something like that how would they get about doing that is that an online process or they just show up yeah, or? you know you know social media that's that's pretty much you know that's that's i want to say social media is probably 90 percent of your advertising other than tv nowadays so it, a lot of the tournaments, they're, the only advertisement they're going to have is social media, uh, word of mouth, or they're going to mail out a flyer. Um, and what you can do is you can either, you know, mail in your dues for the for the tournament, for you, you know, your donation, uh, however you want to call it, or uh, you can pay it there, or you can do, like, you know, nowadays is, like I said, they're doing PayPal. Yeah. So you can PayPal it to them. So it's, you know, if you, if you, if you want to fish something, um, you just contact the person that's putting it on, and you know, talk to them. Yeah. And they can. They can. It seems like the most popular one that I I've known about is like the Thursday evening tournaments at Okissa. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that seems popular. like a pretty popular. Yeah, you know, I always see it on Facebook. You know, post results, and then that's yeah. pretty cool to, you know, visually see what people are catching at the lakes. Yeah. And I mean, probably yeah. some of your better fishermen are are going to that. Yeah, some a lot of your locals go to that. Yeah. You know? Um, and and y'all were talking about the COVID and all a while ago, but uh. Um, so a lot of like your benefit tournaments and fundraisers, you know, um, Southwest community college, they always put on a, a, a tournament, you know, as one of their fundraisers mm-hmm. for their students to go fish. And it, it was always at Okissa and, and I don't, they didn't get to have it this year. So, hmm. you know, because of the COVID and I know yeah. uh, a few churches, they usually do tournaments during that time of the, you know, we were all isolated or quarantined or whatever you want to call it. And, yeah. um, they didn't get to have theirs either. So. You know, we actually talked about it. I guess it was last year, maybe doing a benefit tournament for the Delta Waterfowl yeah. chapter, and yeah. you know, we just had never. It really didn't work out this well, time. Kerwin just it. said it, and and we'll go ahead and announce it on there. I guess it's public announcement news, but uh, you know, our our little buddy Slade has made the bass fishing team. Oh, did he? Southwest, so Slade, you, you'll, you'll see him a lot more often. Good, good. Uh, you know, his daddy and uncles, two uncles, are big yeah. into it. So. Yeah. Well, he's got probably Uncle Derek coaching him, so he's uh, he's bound to go to the top. I don't know, I don't know, but his, his <laughs> mama told me the other day that he had made the team and rocking on. Well, congratulations, you know, Slade! Don't make good job, team. Slade. Well, since there wasn't a baseball season, it's kind of I'm still not sure how they're doing baseball scholarships. So, yeah. uh, <clears throat> they transferred those over to the fishing team. 
I don't know. I mean, I've heard that a lot of schools are really debating. A lot of your smaller schools are cutting their baseball program out. But mm. who knows? We'll, we'll wait and see uh, what all this affects later down the road. But let's back up just a second. All right, we we all grew up fishing, hunting, everything. How do you take the step from fishing on the edge of a pond or a little boat in a pond to decide I want to start competition fishing, whether it's at the lower level, the medium, you know, or, or you're at the in the bass pro? Well, the first step is um, you need a boat. Well, you really <laughs> need a rod. That yeah, rod and reel and boat. Yeah, um, and people say duck hunting's expensive. I have to beg to differ. Oh um, come on, you know. Um, well, he you don't have to have already. <laughs> you don't have to have you know the latest and greatest and best things out there to get started in, into tournament fishing. You can go to these local tournaments, uh, these fundraisers, and and you can start there. And you know, you, you start there, and, and you and you. And you talk to people, and and you learn how to, you know, the the fish are doing this in this lake at this time of the year. They're doing this, they're doing this, and you you just grow from there. And um, you know, when I started out, I, I I actually fished with somebody in the back of their boat. I didn't have a boat, um, so that's the way I started. And then I, you know, I said one day, you know, I want to start doing this on my own. And I, I bought a little small aluminum boat, and and I uh, started doing it on my own, and. And I won a lot of money in that little boat, and um, then I bought a bigger fiberglass boat, and I have not won a lot of money out of it. <laughs> so are you going back to the little aluminum boat? No, I'm not. Okay. I like my fiberglass boat. <laughs> um, but no, the, the equipment, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can you can catch fish on the bank. You can catch fish in a boat. So, well, I mean, know. actually, me and Pools talked about maybe renting the uh, gangster getter for a tournament and, you know, going on You know, there. I just had that same thought. We may need to. Yeah to see if we can rent it if if the price is reasonable. I just wonder if they give us about a 10-minute head start to get to where we think we make a catch one. Well, I would I would not want to go first in the gangster gear. I would go dead last. And, and just take whatever spot. Yeah, just let everything at. calm down. We're going to fish right there where the boats leave yeah. from. That yeah. way we don't have far to go. Or, yeah. yeah, we can get back easy. Yeah. Stay right know, on the I mean, edge. The, the gangster gear, I mean, it's, it's a 14-foot aluminum boat with a 25 you can catch just as many fish out of that oh, boat yeah. as you can a 20-foot skeeter or 21-foot skeeter or ranger or, or anything else that's out there. It's brand well, new. it was just like, you know, talking about that, you know, I had that hunting boat that I had, that's a 14-foot right. yeah. with a 25. And I know me and my wife, we went to Kiss a lot when I had that boat. And I caught more fish out of that than it was when I sold that and bought a bass boat. Mm-hmm. So that's right. yeah. that is one big misconception is you ain't got to have no, the finest rig you know, out there to catch a fish. And, you know, I've, I've – you know, in that little aluminum boat, I made some people mad because it's, you know, you pull up to the way in, you know, you, you put your boat on a trailer and, you know, what do you got? Well, I've, I've got some fish in here and I, I got this big old bass boat and I can't even catch nothing. And look at you, you know, it's just, it, like I said, it doesn't matter your equipment, you know. Yep. And it's just like a vehicle. Every one of them, do, you know, they do one purpose. They get you from A to B. Yep. So... Just some of them get you there a little bit nicer, a little bit nicer, a little maybe bit a little faster. bit cooler, a little yeah. more in style. You know, you, you a little more comfort. Uh huh. Some don't get stuck on wet grass. I mean, I have two outside. One you can ride off the road. The other one don't take it off the road. Yeah, because you will need to call the other one to come back and get you. Yeah. But you know, and and you were just saying, you know, one that's a little bit cooler. Boats don't have air conditioners. No, faster oh, go to cooler. Yes, that's that's about the only thing. So. 
Oh, the other thing you can do is just jump in and, and cool off and get back in and start mm-hmm. fishing. So, well, but some of the technology on the boats nowadays. I mean, the your anchor poles, your uh, trolling motors, and different things yeah. that you can adjust that you never have to stop. Yeah, you know, it'd probably take me two or three tournaments to figure out which direction trolling motor was supposed to go in. So, <laughs> well, talk lot, about that a little. I know bit. a lot of people like that. So, talk about the technology that is out there in bass fishing Man, now. It is, it is unbelievable the technology i mean just like jacob was saying i mean you got you know power poles and talons which are are, are rear rear boat anchors that oh i mean you push a button and they anchor you down right there they go from eight to 15 foot deep mm. um you got other things like spot lock on trolling motors you push a button and it keeps the boat right there the whole time you're fishing you never have to touch it and the trailer motor just does its own thing doesn't matter what the wind's doing it or... does not matter it's going to stay within like i think it's either six foot or six inches of wherever you locked it it's going to stay right there mm. um you got like your one boat networks where you can network your trailer motor your depth finders your talons all that together where you just a push of a button you can do it like bluetooth you can do it you can step on buttons you know you can do it all from the console you can do it all from the bow you know whatever you need to do and it's it's just unbelievable what you can do now with that technology out there, you know. Well, it was one of our one of the guys that's in hunting camp with us, Paul Crabtree. He was he he's a I, I didn't realize he was the biggest bass fisherman as he is until I've you know seen some of his stuff on Facebook. But he had you know right there at his console, it was probably fifteen two fifteen inch was it low ranch or TVs. Whatever? Yeah, I was like, man, you're supposed to be fishing, not watching TV. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, so, what is that? Like, right, what, so is that depth finders? That's, it's depth finders. A lot of people call them grass, but yeah, that's depth finders. And you know, um, now like Garmin's come out with live scope where you you actually see what the fish are doing. You watching, you're watching them swim, and you're watching your bait go to that fish. What's cheating? I'm, oh, I'm thinking that's a little disadvantage to. <laughs> Yeah, to what we would have when we entered the bass tournament pool <laughs> slightly yeah, unless i could stick that gopro over the side and get the same uh yeah, feedback yeah. i don't think so yeah hmm. i mean you you gotta have you know that it's the money in, in that stuff but you know just like you were talking about the tvs on the boat oh that's just side imaging down imaging and sonar you know gps all into it with it um huh and you it, you have two different screens you can do a split screen and have down image and side image on one and sonar and gps on the other and you know what's going on down there and where you are on the lake geography and all yeah huh interesting like i say it's just it's unbelievable what you can do nowadays with the technology they have you know i I grew up fishing mud lake and uh out of a 14 foot aluminum boat with like a nine horsepower everood we didn't have that technology yeah. we didn't have you know depth finders and power poles and talons and uh we didn't have electric start you know so um it's just and and that wasn't you know 25 years ago 30 years ago so it's just mm-hmm. budget was a little different back then though. yes sir yes sir yeah we went to uh catch fish to eat not catch fish to throw back <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah so at these tournaments like like we're just talking about what what does it take to usually you know take home the top prize is it pretty consistent about what well, it's going to take when you get there it really yes and no you the more of these tournaments you fish you know okay so if i go to this lake i need to have 19 pounds when i go in 
if I go to this lake, I know I need to have 12 pounds when I go in. You know, it just depends on the the time of the year and what lake you are as mm-hmm. to, you know, how much you need when you go in. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a set. I need 20 pounds every every time to win first place. Yeah. You know? And does it depend on so much the amount of people that's there? Is it usually it's going to take what it usually took? Yeah. You know, last um, week. Boat traffic, you know, it's just like if uh, – you know, you ride you ride a four wheeler by a bunch of chickens. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. They're going to yeah, scatter. That's right. Uh, the fish are the same way. They they spook, but you know they will eventually come back, and it may take them ten minutes, and they come back, and it may take them an hour, and they come back. But yeah, the fish will spook with a lot of riding, but they will come back. Well, you know, you're saying boat traffic and stuff, but how do you? I, mean, I guess depending on what you're saying, there is that. You know, you got to have a certain weight, but do, are you only allowed to keep what's your slot size on your fish? And so that that can also you keep every fish that fits in it. Well, or do you have to keep the three largest? I mean, kind of break that down. That all depends on which lake. Like if you go to you know some of the lakes in Louisiana, not all of them, but some of the lakes in Louisiana, they do not have a slot. So you just if you catch a a, a six inch bass and that's all you've caught today, you weigh it in. Weigh it, rascal. Yeah. If you've caught some 24, 25, 26-inch bass, you need to weigh those in too, you know. Uh, so, you know, different lakes have different slot limits. And what that is, is like Okissa, the slot limit is from 16 to 22. I mean, I'm sorry, 18 to 22. So anything under 18, you can keep. And anything over 22, you can keep. So from 18 to 22 inches, you have to throw that fish So back. even in a tournament, you can't bring that you fish in. You cannot bring that fish in because it's an illegal fish. Hmm. Um, and, and that's like, all I would catch. Well, <laughs> 19 and a halfers. That, a lot that, of that times, would be me. that's what you catch. And we call it we call it fishing against the rule. You're fishing against the ruler because the ruler is making you throw it back. Cause yeah. he's, you know. Um, so and, and on that, you know, at, at Okissa. Now, will they frown on you if you have a, uh, a lot of fish with a very shortened tail fin? Yeah, you're going to get frowned, you're going to get looked at, you're going to get kicked out and probably never be able to fish the tournament again. Okay. Well, that answers that question. So, yeah, that's... that's Pretty that's, clearly. That's and pretty much, you know... When the fish are in the live wheel, you're not allowed to feed them to help them gain a little weight. No, from, you can't okay. You can't put lead weights in their mouth. And I've heard them, stories, that's know. where I was kind of going with that, that sometimes, <laughs> you know, people try to help yeah. them weigh a little, bulk them up. Yeah, you know, in, in, in that, on that, on that point, you know, it everybody's different nowadays the days now are different and you know you get caught cheating in a in a bass tournament and as soon as it happens just like that it's it's across the whole thing everybody knows words out words out and you're pretty much just over with Hmm. you know now you started off just like we did fishing on side now you've bumped up to this level do you see this bumping to another level no i don't you i, I stick enjoy, with the local one yeah i've i've fished some of the bigger tournaments i've fished you know some tournaments at toledo i fished some 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 of the bigger tournaments at at uh at the reservoir i mean i've, I've fished a 300 boat tournament at the reservoir um a 200 boat tournament at the at toledo Bend. I've i've fished some of those bigger tournaments and I just like fishing the local lakes with the local guys and our our group, you know, even you know our club group and you know our club of locals. I just I like fishing with those guys cuz you know, you know all those guys, you know what they do, you know their families, you know you you have a lot in common and you go off somewhere like that and it's um 
so before the tournament you want to pre-fish so you're going to stay four or five days in a hotel room or in a cabin and you're going to fish for four or five days and then you're going to fish for that tournament so you're looking at you know a hundred dollars a night in a cabin plus your fuel that's just kind of taking the fun out of it seemed like yeah it sounded like it just turned it into work work yeah you and you think you know fuel is uh you you think you know just fuel when you get there and back in the vehicle but my boat has 52 gallons of fuel in it i can if i fish a big tournament if i pre-fish the tournament and fish it i can burn two tanks Mm. so that's 104 gallons of fuel so just economically it's not really worth it well i mean yeah i guess you're doing it a lot um you know, now like, fishing those bigger tournaments is a lot more money in it, yeah. But you've you've got to be you know top twenty to get a check. Hmm. And I bet those top twenty it ain't a whole lot of pounds between all of them, is it? Well, it, it you talking about a whole lot of difference in weight, right? Right. Yeah, it's probably know, pretty yeah, tight. Yeah, they're pretty tight up in there. When you get three hundred boats fishing, your your top twenty is going to be pretty tight, and it's yeah. going to be around twenty five top 20 is going to be around 25 pounds on first place mm. on, you know big tournaments like that yeah. and I've, I've even seen some 32 pound sacks and that's on five fish Ooh. Hmm. man get the grease hot on five fish five fish i don't know if i got a rod that would handle five fish of that much i don't know if that would be in the catch and release program that would be catching keepers yeah. that, that's more of a mounter uh well and if you stay local you, you not only fish with family and friends, but, you know, you get to one of your biggest fishing partners, your paw-in-law, isn't Yeah, it? yeah. And I know out fishing him all the time has just got to be one of the greatest <laughs> accomplishments. Well, we it's kind of a uh, give and take. Sometimes he'll outfish me, and, and sometimes I'll outfish him. So it's so you're not going to let me slide that comment? No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's an adventure every trip. How about that? Oh, I can imagine. Oh, I don't doubt that. I've heard some of the stories. Hmm. And I don't know if he listens or not, but I can tell y'all a story. Um, so he wears two life jackets now. He has a, an inflatable that he wears around his waist all the time, and he has a, a regular life jacket he wears while we're running. And the reason being is because he falls out of the boat about six or seven times a year. Hmm. Seems like a solid investment. Well, I mean, if you get your bait snagged, you got to go get it. I mean, and that's what he's, <laughs> he ain't he's cutting done. Line. I know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what he's you doing. You know, you you think you know it's it's a you know a twenty foot boat and it's eight foot wide. You know, how can I fall out? It can happen. Let me tell you. Um, you just reach down and you slip and and you're in the water before you know it. And and you think about it. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. But you think about it in January mm-hmm. when you're fishing a tournament and it's. You know, first thing in the morning, it's, you know, 30 degrees outside. That's, that's a pretty big deal. Well, and not only are you wet when you get back in the boat, but then you've got to make a ride back to that's, go get dry. So. That's exactly right. And that's that's one of the reasons, you know, you try to prepare for the worst. I always keep my rain suit in my boat. And it's it's a, a windproof, waterproof suit. And, you know, those days that it's cold like that, if you fall in, you just you just put it on and go back. I mean, now, that's a sicker, sicker suit? No, it's not a sicker suit. No, no. Uh-uh. Can't be that good then. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Hashtag not sponsored by Sitka. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I wear it, but uh, I get kids so much grief about it that I yeah. just had to had to throw that out there. Yeah, no, I love mine. I mean, if they would sponsor me, that no doubt, I'd I'd have the everything they own on. Uh, and my understanding is they have some turkey gear out now supposed to be softer really? more yep it doesn't doesn't rustle as much you know i mean i wore the i wonder if it's snake proof 
doubt it. No, I don't believe so. I've never seen that in their advertisement yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what the boots are for. Well, they could sure send us some. We could check it out for them. Yeah. So, yeah, not officially sponsored by Sitka, but we would like to be if that, you know, come, <laughs> anybody listening. We, we will be glad to, to sign on and, and jump in. So. Yeah. And and that just goes, you know, I don't think we've touched on I've touched on a little bit, you know, your equipment. Yeah, you don't have to have the best that's out there, but you want you want some good stuff that's not going that's not going to um let you down. I mean a tournament you're fishing eight to nine hours and you know, if you have stuff that's gonna let you down, it's just it's miserable. Well you know? in January you've got to stay warm and dry. That's right. No if ands yeah. or buts. You're on water, there's yeah. nothing blocking wind, so you're catching everything. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've fished tournaments in January and February and December where, you know, you, you make that first cast out there and, and you reel it back in and you go to make that second cast and nothing happens because your line's froze up to your rod. Hmm. See, that's the time you're supposed to be duck hunting, GW. Well, that's what I was about to say. You could be duck hunting and wouldn't have to worry about that. <clears throat> just worry about your gun freezing up. Or just keep it hot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on hunts where that's easy enough, <laughs> yeah. and some hunts where that's not a easily stated item. You know, the big hunt we made at the camp this year—that was not. Uh, yeah. You know, it was. Yeah. We had found a great spot. We were on the X, and oh yeah, we shot early, and but not often. Yeah. And then it was flat after that. We had a lot of fun, told a lot of stories, but uh, yeah, moves spread. Yeah, and that's you know fishing with a partner. That's that's another thing is, you know, when you're catching fish, it's great. But when you're not catching fish and you're by yourself, it's not great. Yeah. So at least you got somebody to complain to if somebody's with you, you know, when you're fishing. Yeah. Well, now, you said when you first started fishing that you you actually went with other people. Yeah. Was it people you knew? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Um, both uh, Tommy and Chad, both Chad Coker and Tommy Cook, both. I went with them. Um, and, you know, I met Chad at the camp, and we talked and talked and talked. And he just said, hey, go fishing with me one day. And I just started going fishing with him. And, you know, me and Tommy had done some of the local tournaments. And me and Chad went and did, you know, some of the other bigger tournaments and stuff like that. So that's, you know, that's kind of how I got it started out with them, too, you know. so. Well, I know I've talked to some other guys before that, that fish with y'all some and some that don't. But, you know, they say sometimes they'll have somebody come on their boat that they don't know. Yeah, that's right. And so that's that's a I'm not really sure the affiliation name. That is a, actually it's an actual tournament that you draw. You you fill out either as a as a boater or a rider, hmm. and um, before the tournament you draw your rider, and they can't cross the center line of the boat. You can't really? cross it either. Yeah. Huh. So while you fishing, you got to pick the front of the boat or the back of the boat. No, the rider is riders the, in the back of the back boat. of the boat. Yeah, and the drivers in the front. Huh. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Is that fairly common around here? No, it's it's some of the bigger clubs, you know, tournaments and stuff like that. It's not very common around here. Um, and that is because you're actually you're fishing the 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 guy or the gal in the front or the back is fishing against the guy or the gal in the front or the back. So you're they just needed a boat draw. They need, yeah. Huh? Are I'm, you allowed if you're in the back of the boat? to whiz your bait by the person's ear in the front of the boat to make him turn you into the fishing hole a little you're bit? You're probably allowed, but it's probably frowned upon, too. Okay. Remember, I, you're riding with this person? Yeah. 
So they can make it as miserable. Yeah. They can put you up under the well, limb. I've got a good friend that I saltwater fish a good bit, and he has a real bad habit of pointing the boat into yeah. and leaving me hanging out where I'm fishing in the clear blue just yeah. for fun. They got a name for that, but I'm not going to say it. Well, I, I've got a name for it, too, yeah. but I'm not allowed to say it on here. Either. But I have whizzed a, a bait by his head several yeah. times, and all of a sudden you'll see that boat swing around uh, real quick. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 fun. I enjoy it. You know, it's it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like duck hunting. You know that that daylight starts breaking and you hear all those ducks coming in and and you know you get antsy and and ready and all that. It was the same thing with me with with uh with bass fishing. You know, tournament fishing. You know, on the way to the lake, I may have a a, a three hour drive. I may have a, a fifteen minute drive, but that morning I'm just antsy. I'm nervous. I'm ready to go. And you get in the lake and you crank up and you smell your you know, you two stroke and and it just um I don't know, it's it's just something I like about it, you know. Well, it's competition. Yeah. It's it's something yeah. in the outdoors is it's competitive. You're out there trying to to not only outsmart the fish, you're trying to out outperform everybody else yeah. out there. Yeah. Including the man in the boat with you. Well, Yes and no. It just depends on what kind of tournament you're in. If it you're don't in a, matter. I still want to outfish well, man in the boat with me. I'm I'm just but but it is situation like where y'all are working together. To, that's right. Yeah, yeah. team you tournaments. Are, team, you, you still, still want to be the lead. Yeah. <laughs> the lead man in the boat. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to be the the one yeah. being drug along. You want to you know be helpful. I, yeah. I like to lead. Yeah, team <laughs> tournaments. You pull your fish together in the end. You know the best yeah. five. I I get that, so. but I want four of them to be mine. Uh, <laughs> Or at least three. I need at least three. Or at least you hope you're the one of our colors. Or the two with the bigger ones. That's fine. Uh, See, my goal is every time I go fishing, my goal is to catch one fish. I can catch one fish. One keeper fish. One fish. And you may catch 25 and only have one that you can actually, that fits the slot. Yeah, but my goal is to catch one fish because I know I I can catch one fish. I mean, I have fish tournaments nine hours where I've not gotten a bite or caught a fish. but. And, and that's pretty miserable. But hours. if you set your goal where you just catch one fish, then you can meet that quota pretty quick. You know? Yeah, I'd been a road up beside another boat and started visiting or something. Yeah. <laughs> Start riding around, making wakes just to mess with people. Uh, so what is your idea? Now, this this is something new to me. I watched I watch fishing a little bit on TV. Yeah. But the new style of fishing to where you just, you're catching fish versus – the other kind of term where I've seen you got to have a certain amount of fish, don't you? Like you can only keep five. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about like uh, major league fishing. Yeah, now that's catching. Yeah, the, uh, they catch fish, and every fish they catch, they get away. Now that's they, pretty cool to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind doing that one day, and, and I don't know if anybody would ever pick up on that around here. But you know, I, I would think you'd you'd have to have you know like a, a referee or, or somebody in the boat with you to right. You know, weigh your fish and, and mark your weights. And I don't all think that. it's going to, have to be on film. Somebody's gonna have to have that where I can go back and watch it. Yeah, some of these people around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, everything's gonna have to be. You know, I guess everything y'all do is on an honor system anyway. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, and that's that's you know goes back to what I was saying about cheating. You know, it it's just. Could one you of those. imagine being the referee? What do you do? Mm-hmm. You sit there all day waiting for somebody to catch a fish. Eat your popcorn. That's when I'm gonna be cheering for you. Come well, on, then boys. what you gonna do? Tell the fellow throw his fish back. He's gonna look at you. Do you want to swim back to the bank or do you want to ride back to the bank? <laughs> Well, I'm guessing if you're the referee, you got a little bit of stroke. So, you know, if they don't bring the referee back to the bank, surely you can't get <laughs> back in the tournament. Yeah, or He or, fell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening, too. <laughs> 
But anyway, that was just pretty cool. Yeah. You know, that 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 was a lot more enjoyable to watch on TV. Yeah. Because I mean, those guys, whether if it's you know six inches long mm-hmm. or whether it's you know eight pounds, eight pounds, That's right? Yeah. They they keeping it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was you know that was fish it's fried, a lot better to watch. Fish fry at the end. Yeah. Grease is hot. Yeah. I mean, they they catching fish and and what is it? They can't. The fish can't touch the boat. Yeah. So if they if the if they get the fish in, and it touches the boat anywhere, basically the deck. You know, anywhere kind of outside the, the carpet, pretty much, right? Well, in the carpet. If it touches the carpet, oh, really? basically, I, I think it can touch the top cap. But if it touches the carpet, it's a two minute penalty. So you have huh. to sit there for two minutes and just watch. not fish. Yeah. Okay, so you can count it. You just can't fish during. That you got okay. Yeah. yeah, you get to count your fish, but you just can't. Oh, okay. start go back right to fishing whenever you get done. So if you're on a, uh, if you you're know, on a bit, if you're on a, if you're on a school of fish, and and on that series that they do, if you're on a school of fish, and and you catch one and hits the bottom of a boat, well, you just have to sit there. Yeah, you know that that bite it may last for thirty minutes and it may last for you know two minutes. You don't never know. It's just whenever they get hungry and ready, you need to be right there with them. Right, so nobody in the boat can fish. Well, it's just one person in there. Yeah, it's just one yeah. guy person on it. So what kind of um, advantage do you have if it touches a boat? I don't know if there is an advantage. Uh, or is that just more of a challenge I they put out there? I think that's just more of a challenge they put out there, yeah. in, in my opinion. I, I don't know, you know, what advantage or disadvantage you have, you know, with that. Yeah. You know, you're still landing the fish either way. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, you still caught him. Yeah. I mean, that was that, that part's already done. But, yeah, that was, that was pretty neat just sitting there uh, – just just watching that on TV, I was like, man, that's something I could, you know, it's it's more enjoyable to watch because yeah, yeah. they're, I mean, they're catching fish. Yeah, they're not, yeah. you know, sitting there, you know, throwing this one back. I mean, they're weighing. There's a guy in first, he may have twenty fish. The guy in second may have five fish, that's but they right. got the same weight. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. 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 Now you're talking about what's on TV. Have you started filming any of yours yet? No. No, I have not. Um. I'm just not into all that kind of stuff. I mean, well, I know I've talked to some guys that have, you know, a, a harness on. Yeah, with a GoPro. A GoPro, yeah. or a, a one guy told me a different camera that I had never heard of. But um, and then I know one or two that said that they even have a, a rod, a camera on their rod, mm-hmm. and yeah. just something to film. Yeah. And I don't know if they're they're doing it for social media or if it's for each tournament. Want yeah. Some footage to help and you know promote it, some stuff or. And it, it may be for social media, but sometimes, you know, you land that big fish and you want it on film or, you know, if somebody falls out of the boat, you want it on film to laugh at, you know, oh, yeah. you know, so, and that may be what they're doing, but I just, I really hadn't gotten into all that. I just think that's just something else that, uh, yeah, keep up with. you got to keep up with and, you know, you're on the water, so anything can happen. You know, if you drop it, it's, it's gone. Oh yeah. yeah. I experienced that duck hunting. Something so, else to keep up with. Yep. Yep. Well, you you're still gonna take the stuff in duck hunting, yeah. Because you got to have things in the water. You just yeah. don't want them under the water if you can help it. Well, I'm just talking about my, you want them to go my video camera. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about your famous decoy that you bought that is somewhere well, at the bottom. Bring that back up, don't we? Uh, well, you know. I also remember a pocket knife. Yeah. I, I've heard a story on pocket knife. Oh. Too. I'm gonna bet we could sit here and keep naming oh, things. Man. That oh. still gets brought up to this day. I think it was a Father's Day gift, and I think every fo- it hadn't come up yet. And Father's Day is just right around the corner. It's actually this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. Do you but remember what type of knife it was? I don't remember what brand, 
I mean, it was black. No, it was it was all silver. It was silver. Yeah, it that's silver right. yeah. had my name engraved on it. Father's Day, whatever year it was, had the boys' names on it, and I pull it out because I didn't have a choke wrench that morning. I pull it out to change the choke, and she gone. She well, gone. I've probably got a silver one in a drawer here, but it won't have any engraving unless y'all want to do it with <laughs> a nail or something. Yeah. We can we can rig you something up, but <clears throat> yeah. Well. Fishing your local, I know you you working around fishing these local lakes and stuff here. I know you've got certain tackle that you use, certain baits you like. Different. I'm gonna guess you're not gonna give away any secrets. Probably to, not. Okay. Yeah. I'll give away one secret. If you go to Bass Pro, get the squirming worm. Squirming worm. Four inch. Squirming worm. Four inch squirming worm. That will catch them. Yep. Okay. Does the hook need to be in the worm? Or oh yeah. Outside. Yeah. You gotta. If you fish with a worm, you, you gotta, gotta loop it around yeah, and. Weedless. Okay, but we didn't growing up. Well, you got hung up. Well, a lot. I was in a pond too. Yes, it's not yeah. a whole lot in a hook, pond. Hook yeah. was hook was hanging out the bottom. Exposed. Yes, yeah. <laughs> helps you catch it better. Yeah, that's just one of those things. You know, if um, you could catch a fish as it swam by, <laughs> <laughs> that's what a multi-hook bait is good for. Yeah. Is catching. <laughs> no, telling telling you know what you fish with. I mean, I, I fish with I fish you know with all sorts of stuff: spinner baits, crank baits, chatter baits, worms, creature baits. You know. But, you know, I, I'm not going to say my go-to bait because sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, you know. But that's just one of them things. It's like, you know, telling somebody, you, you know, they see you with four or five limits with a mallard, you're going to tell them where you killed them at? Mm-mm. So it's it's pretty much the same. Actually, I probably will because they'll never be there again. It was a one-time yeah. fluke. Yeah. Uh, drop a pin. Yep, drop a pin, maybe yeah. in the wrong spot, but. No, I wasn't gonna say about your destination. I was yeah. just wanting to know if you if you had a a certain bait. That well, my my probably probably my go to thing that I do is I like to flip and pitch, uh, punch grass. You know, flip in the in the lilies or you know on stumps or whatever. That's probably what my go to thing is. You know, so nine times out of ten, if if somebody sees me fishing, that's probably what I'm gonna be doing. But you know, I do throw you know chatter baits and spinner baits and crank baits and. And others too. So top water work much good on the lakes around here. Yeah, they do. It'll yeah. hit. Yeah, yeah, they they work pretty good. And, and it's just it all depends on you know what time of the year it what time of the year it is. You know the 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 water temperature. I mean, it's just got a lot to do with. You know, you go to a pond and and you can throw a shiny hook out there and catch a bream. You go to a lake and you throw a shiny hook out there and you're gonna watch it all day. Because mm-hmm. you know, a, a lake it's just that water changes so much and the fish react to the temperature and all that of what they're gonna do and and stuff like that. So, and I guess for most of our folks that listen, whether you you fish a lot or or fish in a lake and stuff, you know, water temperature depth. Mm-hmm. you know different times of the year yeah. and that's it all those, plays effect that's right that's what those graphs you know we were talking about the tvs on the side that's 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 what those are good for because it'll tell you your depth that it'll tell you your, you know where your thermocline is in the lake it'll tell you uh your temperature you know all kinds of stuff like that all right that back up there know. your thermocline yeah thermocline so that is um I never wondered what that was. It's just a new word I haven't heard. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically where where the oxygen's not as much in the water as it is out of the thermocline. Okay, and that's a good area to be in, or a no, bad you area don't to want be to be in a thermocline. Okay, not, that, the fish aren't going to go to the thermocline. Mm, that's going to be a place they avoid. Yeah. 
that's probably right where my baits that's where we that's where, where i'm that's where, where we I'm would settle in for our first tournament is right in the thermocline wouldn't it it's a lot of different tournaments going on and stuff but now it, you you like to bass fish and yeah. do they ever run any white perch tournaments oh yeah Yes, okay, that's yes, something sir, new yeah. on me. I mean, I, I keep up with fishing none at all. Yeah, you know, down and, there to Lake you know, Pond. Um, they actually one of the biggest white perch tournaments in probably the nation is at Grenada Lake. Hmm. I believe I, it. I talked to a guy not long ago that said he actually. I want to say he he runs charter fishing out of Grenada that's Lake right, yeah. on, on they white perch, of, and yeah. they said he has a fine outfit. Yep, and uh, the reservoir uh, up in. You know, Madison Rankin area that they they have a, a big white perch tournament there. You know, hmm. a good bit. It's on the trail, the white perch tournament trail. So, and that's where you know the bigger. Hmm. I didn't know that was such a thing. Oh yeah, it's okay. it's, it's, it's that's real big. Yep. Well, hmm. now if somebody, you said earlier that you've got a you're in a group and y'all fish local and stuff. If somebody wants to get in your group, yeah. how do they? Can they go on the Facebook page? Yeah, you can How do go. They find out about the tournaments. Oh, um, like I said, you know, most of your 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 um, I just lost my word there, but most of your advertisement is on on social media. So you just you know pull up you know bass clubs or whatever, and, and it'll show you a pile of them around here. I mean, you got so like just search Mississippi Bass Clubs, and yeah, it'll pull up. And yeah, you I can think find I'm actually close in your area. I follow a couple of the groups and yeah. see their results every week. And yeah, you can see their results. You can see, you know, they meet monthly to uh, pick lakes, or you know, um, so you can pay in your dues, you know, for your club dues or whatever. They meet monthly to do that, and and then it'll tell you what lake you know you're going to fish and stuff like that. So, okay. So anybody listening to this, if you're interested in getting into running tournaments or, or starting to try and, and, you know, wanting to up your game, you know, man said go on go on social media, go on Facebook and, and look it up. You can look up Mississippi. Be on the lookout for when me and Poole make our uh, grand debut at the ramp. See, he said nine hours of fishing. No, not in them evening tournaments. What? Yeah. Three or four hours? Yeah, I mean, evening tournaments is like from five to – Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, we could get a hundred yards from boat ramp. Right, we can go do one like May. I'll take y'all with when, me when, uh, you know, when there's no turkeys gobbling or ducks flying. But I'm not going in January, February, and sitting out there. What about me. right now? It's gonna be warm. We got softball, dude. We got way too much right. softball going on right now to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard the the love yeah. and anticipation in your voice there. I have to so. get into my dirt biking. Yeah, see, look, that's one of the neat things. You know, growing up, we we didn't have as many options as kids do now, or people do now, yeah. or different things to do. So, and you know, you was talking about you know just talking about kids. I, I take my kids fishing, but I I don't sit there and and make them fish. I, um, you know, if if they want to fish, we're catching fish. Yeah, they want to fish, but if we're not catching fish, they'll tell me, go for a boat ride. Let's go ride. And, <laughs> We're going to pack up and we're going to go ride. I'm not going to make them. You know, I want them to enjoy it, you know, and I, I don't see making them fish. I don't see how that's enjoyable. No, it's kind of like anything else. Yeah. If you've got them in a deer stand and they get bored, they're no longer going to be that's quiet. Right. So I've been, on, well I've been on about some five-minute deer hunts before. Yep. Takes longer to get there and I'm about ready. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to walk out. <laughs> you know, we'll go. We'll, we'll fish a little bit. We'll go on a boat ride for a little bit. We'll stop. They'll jump in the water for a little bit and swim. You know, it's just, you know, you let them do what they want to do. You let them enjoy it. That way, you know, that's always going to be with their memory bank. 
you know. Yeah, they enjoyed know. fishing with Daddy. It yeah. wasn't a chore. It That's was, right. yeah. and it was an enjoyable trip. Yeah. Well, that leads me to one question for we. I know we kind of run out of time. Are there any youth tournaments like that? Can can an adult and a youth, or yeah. is anything designated for yes, them? I know I, they probably could. Actually, we have uh, Mr. Buddy Finch puts it on what they call a pro am tournament, and it's at Lake Okissa. And any high school kid can enter it, and you just fill out an essay from any school that that uh, he does. I think it's in this southwest area. But you fill out an essay, and you send it in to him, and he reads your essay, and you get one of the locals, is what they call the quote-unquote pros, mm-hmm. and you get to go fish. And an amateur from the high school get, goes to fish with the pros, the locals. Hmm. So, so about one of y'all. That's you know, right. So yeah, fish yeah. With. I, I do it every year just, well, you know, just cool. for the kids, you know. Yeah. What does the essay consist of? Does it have to be a well-written essay? Or I've never wrote one. Okay, <laughs> I'm just—I haven't wrote many, but I haven't wrote. I've never wrote one of those. I'm just trying to think back to the guys I graduated high school with, what the essays would have yeah. looked like. Uh, I like to fish. <laughs> I think it's—I think you have to write. You know why? Why you would? Why you want to uh, fish in a tournament, or you yeah. know why do you want to go bass fishing, or you know something along that line? Well, yeah. and like we were saying earlier, there's a lot of scholarships out now for, yeah, that's, for yeah, younger people. That, so that you know, it's it's getting really big in high school and, and college. You know, it's people they can they can they can pay for their school and make a living. You know, if they're good enough. So, hmm. I'd better have a backup plan. I'm glad I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ain't thinking no that that may be my next plan. Well, no, I'm not because that eight to nine <laughs> hours of fishing, that my attention span would be. Pool, I got us a challenge. We're going to have to take the gangster getter and show up one evening and see what we can do. Oh, I'm in. Because oh, everybody there is going to be falling out laughing at us. So, yeah, you know I'm in on that. We pick uh, our boat up and tote it over yeah. ourselves. <laughs> Carry the motor in next. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Pooh, go out and get the motor. I'll put it on. Go get the gas can. Yeah. And, Bring the gas. Yeah. Uh, see if we can ask them if we can borrow yeah. a life jacket That's right. and, hey, and a actually, couple baits. I've actually got a foot control trolling motor for that boat now. Ooh. I ain't sitting up on the front running. Yeah, who's standing up there? I'm not standing. I'm going to stay seated the whole time. I got, I got the old trusty twist, too. Mm-hmm. So. I, we're going to need it. Uh, we're going to also need an anchor. Uh, I don't care if it's a brick on a string. We're going to need something to jump you're gonna over. Need, you're going to need a lot. <laughs> oh, tune it up far. If we go out oh, there. Yeah. Me and Pooh, we're going to go. Well, One we time. need to run it before duck season anyway. We'll so. put it in the pond. We'll get we'll get it. I'm just up. still trying to figure out during duck season if I'm gonna need to tie an inner tube on the back and tube in because I don't know if three of us is riding in it. Oh, we oh. had four grown grown healthy, men, healthy men in that thing. It will tote the load, and it toted a bunch of fat mallards out of yeah. it too. But anyway, well, Gary Wayne, how's a good one, man? Yeah, I enjoyed Ventured it. Ventured into y'all. some bass fishing and uh, and everything else that goes along with it. I guess learned but, some do's and don'ts. And, yeah, and y'all be looking out for uh, for pooling out in your local lakes here. And those tournaments coming up, we gonna we may put us an outdoor country talk sticker on the side of the boat. What you and I might need to do is just take the equipment and do a podcast from there. <laughs> yeah, we, we might do better. Remember, than we'll uh, just fish off the dock. Remember what I said earlier? You're on the water. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not doing it on the water. Okay. Yeah, because everything will wind up in. On the yeah. trailer in the back of the truck. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to do it from dry land. We're not going to. We won't be within 20 or 30 yards. Oh, man. Anyway, we hope you all enjoyed this out episode of Outdoor Country Talk. Jack and Jeremy, God bless. 
ain't nothing like a southern air. Lord, to make you feel alright, I got the windows down, I got the radio on. 